Well, um, pfft, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Frying Pan Podcast, the podcast where Daniel's day can't seem to get any worse, but somehow finds a way to keep getting worse. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm here with my good friend, co-host, and all around just very handsome man. Oh, wait, that's me! Hi, it's, it's me, Robert. How's it going, guys? That's you, Robert. Very handsome man. So, now it's my turn to vent. Um... So I get up this morning, um, I, I have lower back problems from time to time, and they never go away, no matter what I do. So it came back today. Senior was, citizen seer. Yeah, and I was like, maybe I can, you know, work out through it. No, I couldn't. It hurt too much. So I, I, I get I get upset about that, and then, you know, I come home, um, it's current old time, and, like, putting on, trying to change into shorts, or, like, different shorts, that hurt, because lifting on my right leg is, like, you know, apparently not possible. Um, and then I proceed to, you know, like I take a shower. I'm like, you know what? This is, I'm fine. Today's going to get better. And then, um, we sit down, me and Robert, we hop in our call and we talk before our podcast as we always do. And I say, Hey, you know what, Robert, I'm going to get some water. And I guess that meant spilling water all over myself and my computer. And then as I angrily stomp out to my kitchen to, you know, actually get the water, I stub my toe in the door frame. So I'm on edge so just a heads up bobby if you say one thing i don't agree with i'll just scream for if you do it early it'll be 15 minutes if it's towards the end as long as it hits around an hour you know what i mean um i mean okay yeah so so that's the day i'm having but i'm here and at the moment that's all i could ever ask for well i'm glad you're here it's okay dan you know going forward it'll be better okay because think about it what could possibly top spilling water on yourself and then proceeding to stub your toe? I mean, in a perfect world, maybe just like a rogue nuke meant for like somewhere else in the world just casually targets my address. Only okay. my only my floor though. Doesn't hit anyone else, just my floor. I would say that's accurate. I mean, yeah. So excluding like actual, you know, tragedies, like I'm sure you've probably peaked today on, like, the, whoa, what's the worst that could happen? Well, back pain, spilling, stubbing your toe. I imagine, like... kind of knocked off them all, really. Someone I love will probably die by the end of the day, and it's, at this point, it's just out of my hand. All right, so, I don't know how to personally feel about that one. (laughs) This is just the reality I'm living today, Bobby. Anything's fucking possible, I guess. But... Enough about me. How are you doing? I'm... I'm alright, man. Like, I'm not sure if I talked about this last episode, but, like, now we're in full summer game, you know? Mm-hmm. And, or at least, like, I'm in full, like, summer swing. Like, I'm out of school, and I'm not working right now because fucking COVID-19. Yeehaw. So, it's kind of like the first, like, real, uh... I have nothing to do summer break in a while because before it's like oh I need to go get a job or like I know like I have stuff that I have to go and do that I have to get done you know whether it's going to find a job whether it's working or summer classes doesn't matter and I don't right now it's like I have I actually have a job interview tomorrow for uh, for uh, for an office somewhere out in Hartford, but, like, the thing is, 
It's like, it's still like... It's like the only thing that I have planned and probably will have planned unless I e either get another interview or I get hired. Because besides that, there's still nothing going on. Like, I know states are kind of opening, but, like, I'm not going out. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, guys, let's go to the beach. You know, I'm not going to, you know, let's, let's, let's try and, uh, let's try and go see a movie. You know, none of that stuff is going to happen, at least on yeah. my end. Oh, on that note, did you see, um, like, how many, like, packed places there were over Memorial Day weekend? Oh, oh my God, it was blatantly disgusting. There was, I... like, this pool area in Missouri that I saw oh, that, that was, like, was quite dis... literally packed. Just disgusting. Even if, like, there wasn't a pandemic going around, that many people in, like, a pool lake area is just gross to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a negative Nancy, but, like, I don't know. I mean... I mean... The pandemic part, no, that's just, like, blatantly, like, selfish and stupid. But, like, yeah. I'm saying, like, if it wasn't a pandemic, I don't understand why people enjoy being that close to each other. <laughs> well, that's definitely, that's definitely fair. That, I always kind of got, like, I get freaked out at, at, like, public pools and being around them in general. Like, I haven't been in a public pool since I was probably, like, 10 or so. Yeah. And it's genuinely because, like, I, I'm like, nope, they're gross, I'm scared, people pee in them, it's not my pee, it's gross, like, the chlorine content's so high, I come out of there dry as shit. Yeah, I also remember that, like, the only public pools that were really available, I remember a lot of times, at least, like, twice a year when I did swimming lessons, there would always be like a, alright, swimming lessons are cancelled, someone pooped in the pool. And I always just think back to that, that, like, someone's definitely shit in this pool, and I don't want to be in that area. Hmm. Fair. Like, fair. Public pools are fucking... They're disgusting. They are yeah. absolutely disgusting. Pretty gnarly, I would agree. But, mm. oh well. Say la vie. Um, Say la vie. Backtracking a little bit. Yeah, if you get that job in Hartford, that's going to be an awful morning commute, and you will grow actually... to hate that. So it's actually quite convenient. It's it's somehow seven minutes from my house. Oh, actually, that's fair because you don't even have to take um, I don't know what the fuck the highway is. Yeah, I don't even have to get on the highway. I could theoretically just drive into Hartford. Yeah, which is I mean, like, you know, it's not it's not a bad commute because I've had an interview there once already, and I took that during rush hour and I hit very little traffic. But to be mm. fair, we're in kind of pandemic mode, so it's not really an accurate representation of what traffic's going to be like. True, true. But I mean, yeah, as long if you can avoid the highway, it's fine. But I mean, personally, I don't like driving in any city environment whatsoever out of the place I've had to drive in. Yeah, so thankfully, like, personal. to get out of there, it's not that packed. Well, okay, you, but you're, you say that, but you're good at driving in cities. Yeah, it doesn't mean I like it though. That's that's definitely fair. When we were in uh when we were in Boston, Dan was our uh, designated driver for the area, and I have no clue how he wasn't just screaming the entire time. And well, I say that meaning it wholeheartedly because I went back to Boston myself and another friend and I drove to go to like the Boston Aquarium. Mm-hmm. And that was absolutely hell. The amount of one-way roundabout bullshit that you have to do in Boston. Like, what? Yeah. No, believe yeah. me. I, I know. 
Also, Boston Aquarium is really, really nice. Yeah, it was it was a good experience. I I, I recommend heading up there. I mean, it's, it's only like an hour and a half drive for us. I mean, it's like the same as driving to Mystic to a degree. Yeah. Also, if you get a chance to go to um, the Boston Art Museum, that's a really it, a lot of impressive stuff in there. I would like to go do stuff like that this summer, but probably yeah. unlikely. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it pans out. Mm. But <laughs> pans out with the pandemic. <laughs> oh, Bobby, you and your singers, buddy, I tell you. And that was really your singer that I kind of just called attention to. It's called an alley you. It's what we do. It's what we do. Um, can I, can I like, kind of bulldoze past this real quick? Because out of the corner of my eye, like, I have, a, like, a flickering, uh, like, a news, um, like, it's basically like a banner thing that just scrolls through various articles, and I don't know why I had that up. It's usually just try and catch, like, an article that I want to talk about for the show, right? Mm-hmm. And this one just popped up, and it's J.K. Rowling's next book, The Ichabog, will be available free online. And really, I just want to be like the Ichabob. Really? I wonder how <laughs> much appeal. That? I wonder how much appeal J.K. Rowling has to people anymore. Well, apparently, it's her first non-Harry Potter children's book. And okay, I mean, like, I, I guess if it's a children's book, that title like is fine. Because with a children's book, you can kind of call it whatever you want. Yeah, that's 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 definitely fair. That's definitely fair. Yeah, I mean, I guess well, it's because. Per- Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, like, I was thinking personally, like, Ichabok reminds me of, like, the Babadook in terms oh. of, like, weird kind of names. So I was like, that's, oh, that's not the worst, but it's not the best either. I more find it funny just because, like, we, we've we talked about numerous times on how, like, off the rocker she's been lately when it comes oh, to just, God. like, Harry Potter universe, wizards don't poop, you know, shit like that. Wizards can't shit, Harry's gay, fuck. It's like, yeah. okay, just, just chill it. out. Just fine. Anywho, so I saw the Ichabog and I was like, oh, okay, great. What's this going to be? <laughs> uh, that reminds me of, if we want to jump into some topics, my favorite name for a sneaker that is coming out today, apparently. Um, I guess Nike and Ben and Jerry's are doing a collab. Mm-hmm. And the shoe, you can see the shoe, right? You've seen I'm it. looking at it now. Yeah, how do you feel about it? Try and, try, and, try and give it a little description for people. Alright, so, it is called, as Dan said, the Chunky Dunky. And it's based off of the Ben & Jerry's flavor of Chunky... Is, chunky Monkey? I, I would I imagine. Know. Or is it supposed wasn't to be that, like a play on that? Wasn't that a Beastie Boys thing? N- n- Remember the brass monkey? No, oh, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I remember that was my. I used to sing that in kickball as a kid, yes. and I, I had no idea what it actually was saying. But anyway, okay. sorry, you keep going. Yeah. Any, anywho, so realistically, it, it's a collab between Ben and Jerry's and Nike, and that's that's not like that's not really a surprising thing. Shoe companies tend to partner with random things. Like I've there's like the Adidas and various like anime studios collaborations. There's uh. There was the Nike and, um, oh God, what was the, the Game of, was it Nike and Game of Thrones collab yeah. or was that Adidas as well? Yeah, no, Nike, no, it was Adidas and Game of Thrones, you're right. Um, but regardless, so companies tend to do, you know, uh, collaborations on shoes all the time for random things. And this one happens to be for Ben and Jerry's. The shoe 
kind of, I would describe it as it, it tries to paint a picture of like a kind of like this uh like plains hills type vibe and the the highlighting aesthetics is a cow is the, a cow print border and it's yeah. supposed to be like cows in an open field you know blue skies that type of stuff and it's supposed to have like the like cow to ice cream vibe as i imagine what they're going for because anytime a place advertises like organic ice cream or upscale ice cream they like to use cows as a way to signify that ice cream comes from cows as we all know hmm. yeah no, now that you mention it, it actually yeah it kind of just looks like a ben and jerry uh cardo ice cream little pine yeah. ice cream uh-huh but um my thing is it's like it's it's designed as like a skate shoe. I don't know if you remember what like Jankowski's are. I don't know if they still make them, but like back in high school, I used to wear them a lot. And they're mm-hmm. just like skate shoes. But the thing mm-hmm. that really got me is the resale value on these right now. Well, so how much were they retail? Uh, retail for a hundred. They dropped today. It was def. It's like when Nike does their like exclusive drops. They do it through like the sneaker app, and it's like if you get in, you got them. If not, you don't. Mm-hmm. But um. The most I saw them resell for was upwards to six thousand. Holy shit! So, little less than this. Oh, that reminds me. I didn't talk about this, but apparently I watched a review on the Supreme Oreos from way back when we talked about it, and apparently they taste like garbage. They don't taste like an Oreo. Like we were expecting, like like a red velvet Oreo kind of thing, because like you know, red cookie, red velvet. Yeah. Like it's. You put two and two together. But apparently they do not taste good. And That's that re- disappointing. Yeah, that really bothered me as a side note. <laughs> That's... Well, I mean, okay, It's at the end of the day, it's still like a mass-produced processed cookie, you know? Yeah, but, like, th- the reviewer I was watching was like, this isn't an Oreo. This is not like what an Oreo tastes like. And mm. that alone is just kind of pressing. But regardless... That's true. Um, Wait, so how did you say $1,000 was the resale value on these shoes? Uh, that's the lowest. 6000 6, was the highest. I've seen between six, 6K and 1K. Well, okay. Now, let me tell you why that kind of makes sense for me for a Ben & Jerry's collab. Yeah. Because there are so... Okay, so I know so many people that will live and die by Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Facts. Like, like okay, so... You know how, uh, like, our type of end-of-the-week treats are, like, we'll get, like, wings, Chinese food, and then, or, like, or, um, like, you have your, uh, like, your bag of smart food, like, the random stuff that we get that we treat ourselves with, right? Yeah. I've known people that literally get Ben and Jerry's for that treat themselves thing every goddamn time, okay? I will be honest i have been that person i will do like i'll do it like once a month because i'm trying not to eat sweets that much but like once a month i fucking i run up to the store and i am i'm hunting for one thing and one thing only is that I ben mean, and jerry's it is ben and jerry's i will say objectively ben and jerry's is very overpriced but it hits the spot regardless it definitely is overpriced. Well, okay, uh, to a degree, because I understand, like, incorporating a, a lot of, like, various ingredients and toppings as they do probably is a little bit of a production cost thing to a degree. Yeah. But I'm sure $7 for a, 
half pint of ice cream or a pint of ice cream isn't really that uh that, too outlandish uh, proper yeah exactly i don't know i don't know maybe it is maybe it is crazy to uh, to pay seven dollars for a pint i don't yeah. know i mean to be fair they also have like the halo top ice cream which is advertised as like air quotes healthier ice cream and it's like mm-hmm. eight to nine bucks it's just like cool Jeez. well but it doesn't it doesn't taste any better it's just like kind of worse at the end of the day People still buy Ben and Jerry's, and they're buying Ben and Jerry's shoes for anywhere between one thousand to six thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean to be fair, they're kind of cool. I would never see them on my feet, but they're kind of cool. Well, I don't know. Like, I would say this is probably the most like okay. I would see be with like just buying a shoe with the intent of never wearing it because it genuinely looks like a shoe that I could casually throw up on a shelf on my wall. And it wouldn't look out of place. Like, it actually kind of... I don't want to say it looks like a piece of art, but it looks like something that you would definitely be like, oh, ho, ho, that's my Ben & Jerry's uh, collab shoe. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I could I could agree with that, yeah. But, like, other shoes, man, I can never get behind just buying them to just to have, like... It, I don't know. It has to be, like, a really... It has to be something like this. I recommend going to look them up, check them out. They do look interesting. Not a big fan yeah. of the tie-dye interior for no reason, but, you know, that's just me. Yeah, it's kind of cute. I will say the one shoe, if I, like, had a limit, unlimited supply of money to just, like, I put in, like, a, a glass case and it's, like, my piece de resistance of a shoe room would be the, um, like, the Back to the Future uh, Nikes, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, I do. I would so... Because they sell for, like, 20000 or something. But, um, yeah, I would definitely get those. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could think about. Fair. Um, let me see. Oh, this is actually we we had our like New York accents on earlier, and I wanted to open with the topic, but like we kept talking about other stuff. But um, I guess like that's on Staten Island. There was um a person shopping with no mask, which is not okay in this day and age. Mm-hmm. But um, the per like. It's interesting that I'm going to be supporting bullying in this case, but a bunch of, like, Staten Islanders just bullied the shit out of a woman with no mask, and they all had the accent, so it was was very entertaining. Alright, so, first off, you know, for for anyone that doesn't know what Staten Island's like, it's, um, it's in New York, and the people there, well, they are... They're like if all the, like, garbage people from, like, Brooklyn kind of migrated to one area, and then they kind of, like, polished themselves pretty bad, or pretty bad, a decent bit, and then they became moderately aggressive with kind of a weird Jersey, New York hybrid accent. Yeah, it's very threatening. Yeah, they're, and every person from Staten Island that I've met via my family in New York has been probably the most confrontational people I've come in contact with. So it kind of makes sense to me that like, I watched this video. There was like eight plus people shouting at this person to get the hell out of the store. I know. And you know, we don't support bullying of course, but well, would you, con- okay. Would you consider it bullying though? Because like to a degree, it's like, it, it, it's as if you like 
would you call it bullying if if people ganged up on someone that was just kind of waving around a gun with like obviously they don't intend to shoot anybody but you would still bully them into putting it away you know yeah well that's the thing is like i i don't know what the word for bullying in a good way is you know I what was, i mean well it's definitely was probably kind of a little bit of a mob mentality and it was i mean bullying I don't, like, it is a negative, like, an overtly negative thing, but I, I, it's also kind of a verb, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I feel like it could still apply. I don't know. Well, a bully has to, like, seek to harm the person or intimidate them, and, I mean, they intimidate this person to leaving. I don't know. I would just say it's a crowd mentality. Yeah, I mean... I'm all for it, nonetheless. I do. Yeah, I mean, I kind of felt bad for the woman, though. I don't. I, well, like you, I you think understand you wear masks. Yeah, you understand the climate we're in. You understand like what's going on. Like just be like the people that are out there that are like, um, I don't, I don't have to wear a mask because it's it's my right or uh, it's not comfortable, so I don't want to. It's just, it's so ignorant and just blatantly, just stupid. I mean, that's the other side of the argument for this video, because there's people like us that are like, ah, oh, you know, we see the value in someone get, like, like when people come together to kick someone out of a store because they're not following proper guidelines during this time. But then there's the other half, the very conservative and extremist side that supports her, that's like, th that, like, is basically likening those Staten Island people kicking them out of the store to, like, tear, like, they're, like, calling them terrorists and shit like that yeah i mean this article has like tweets from those kind of people and one of them is that we are heading towards nazi germany i just want to shop without a mask i'm over this it's like no it's not the same mm. you know <laughs> you're no <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 it's this, it's the same thing if, if we were publicly executing people for not wearing a mask yeah, then we're German or Nazi Germany, but we're not there. No, 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 no! Come on, we definitely are, man. You know, one of my favorite tweets that I saw about the whole like I don't, I just want to not wear a mask and thing is mm -hmm. it was literally just someone saying, but at the end of the day, you're kind of just wearing a mask, right? Like, and that's how they only responded to the argument, and they can only respond with like, yeah, I'm just wearing a mask, but my rights, and I'm like. And the person just responded, but you're just wearing a mask, right? Yeah. It's... And, like, it, it was such a, like, sound shutdown that, it, like, I feel like that's the only way to counter these people is to make them realize that they're, like, actually blowing something out of proportion. Oh, yeah, I feel like it's very hard to, like, talk logically with these kind of kinds of people. Oh, yeah, you definitely have to shut them down. What's, well, like, um... When was the fucking... It was during quarantine where... People with guns just, like, walked up to the governor's house. Not to, like, oh, kill or anything, but just, like, to threaten them that, like, we're breaking quarantine, we have guns, and it's like, you're not solving anything. Oh, dude, I love the people that have come out of this whole pandemic, like, brandishing their guns, like, our guns are gonna get us out of this quarantine, our guns are gonna make COVID-19 hide! Yeah! <laughs> It's like, I'm gonna do shoot the fucking virus, like... 
Goddamn, Daniel, I'm gonna find that fucking virus and fucking shoot it in the face and send it back to where the fuck he came from. Yeah, I'm just, I was just picturing like the people with fucking ARs just walk out and just shooting the sky, and they're like, "It's an airborne illness. We'll get it eventually." It's like, <laughs> sorry, Mark, Dude, that's not it. I'd love to infiltrate like the like a group of these people and talk just like that and see what kind of crazy shit I could get them to do. Oh, dude, we gotta I, find that COVID nineteen. <laughs> Start shooting, boys. We're gonna find this Katrina, and we're gonna bring her to justice. Dude, that was my. It's one of my favorite memes. Yeah, oh, dude, uh, I, just, I, I don't Christ. know. I don't get all this shit, but I, I'm all for come yeah. together bullying for a good cause. Of course, of course. You want to hear an interesting fact, actually, that I learned uh, this morning. Ready. Yesterday morning. So, you know how sloths, like, tend to obviously move very slow and whatnot, but they sleep in trees, and there's always that, like, how the hell does a sloth not fall out of a tree? Mm-hmm. Well, I read that apparently a sloth's resting position for their paws slash hands, or however the fuck they are, is actually closed. Like, their hands, like, so ours are naturally open when our muscles are relaxed. Yeah, they're, when, like, in a fist theirs clench into a fist. Like, it's actually harder for them to have their hands open than it is closed. So when they sleep, their hands naturally curl around whatever they're holding and lock into place. Because that that's just what, they're, what their hands naturally do. And... I'm think... oh, sorry, well, you go. I, honestly, I was just going to round that off by saying that just adds to how fucking creepy they are as things to me. Sloths are kind of terrifying. I think they have claws... They do really long ones. They're like three to yeah. four inches. But I feel like it's just like they're they remind me of just like unkept fingernails more than like well, actual claws. That's kind of what they are. I mean, like y you've literally you've seen those videos online of like sloths just crawling over giant anacondas and the conda and like the snakes just not giving a shit because like nothing wants to eat the sloth. Yeah. I, I think one of my favorite videos as well is like. I God, I don't even know what country it was in. I don't even know where sloths are native to. But someone, like, kind of got out of a car, and there was just a sloth attempting to cross a massive street, and it was just moving slow as shit. It, like, walked up behind it, picked it up by its spine, and kind of just placed it on the other side. Mm -hmm. And the sloth just slowly turns around and walks back and starts going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I... Sloths are so weird, but, like, I, I kind of... If I died and reincarnated as an animal, I feel like a sloth would be kind of cool. Because, like, you really... I don't know if you benefit anything or if you're just kind of there to there, but you don't really have any predators that are, like, out to kill only sloths. You're just... You're just kind of there, and it seems seems nice. Yeah, you know, I mean, to a degree. Sloths are still fucking crazy, creepy-looking creatures. I, I still attest to the if a sloth could run, like, 15 to 20 miles an hour, it'd be the scariest creature on this earth. Oh, dude, how would a sloth run? That's the thing. Okay, so I, <laughs> it's sad that I thought about it to this degree. So I've concluded that no matter what, if it ran on all fours or if it somehow popped up on its high legs and ran, no matter what, it would be just, just as scary. Yeah, I don't think there's any way you could, like, convince me otherwise. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. that. Moving Sloths past cool. that, I didn't put this in the article, actually, but, um, so, it's, I didn't know, if, like, we kind of casually talked about Haley Williams uh, releasing her own music nowadays, but 
I don't think we ever talked about her like officially coming out as like a solo artist nowadays. Yeah, she just released a new album. Yeah, uh, what was it called? Pedals for Armor, I believe. Yeah, and I I don't know. It's kind of I find it. I understand. Like she said that everyone in Paramore in order for them to grow and move forward, they have to kind of move past Paramore. They can't keep living in that. And that makes sense to me. But it kind of made me sad as an individual to, like, really close that era on, like, one of my favorite bands to ever that I've ever listened to. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's official that Paramore is one of those bands that I can say, like, to the question of, oh, what band would you love for them to get together and do a show again? Like, now I can say that about Paramore, you know? Yeah. Are they officially broken up? Not broken up, but, like, are they officially, like, just kind of calling it quits? It seems like it. From, from what I'm seeing in this article, she's saying... We are adults and have to focus on our friendships. I knew I had to honor that that this was the time we owed ourselves to be individuals and not to find our identity in Paramore for a, for a minute. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, when shit like that happens or like when people from bands become solo artists, it's very hard to, I guess, move on from that. I guess if you want a very like mainstream version of it when like One Direction was breaking up, that was very hard for a lot of teenagers. <laughs> mm. And um, I agree. That's that's definitely true. Sorry, I'm still kind of thrown off by this a little bit. It's kind of sad to think about it this way. And then the last quote that maybe they haven't like broken up, but maybe they don't plan to make new music is because she goes, we found ourselves listening to a lot of older music that we grew up being inspired by. And she said, adding that to not doing the same thing twice was essential to the group. That's fair. And that excitement and curiosity that keeps us, that excitement and curiosity, that keeps us a band. We won't let it happen unless we think it's the coolest thing in the world. I mean, Paramore is my favorite band. How dare I ever ruin it? So, like, she seems to not want to, like, form a negative around the band it's just she's trying to acknowledge that for her to advance as an artist that it's not with Paramore. I mean, and that's fair. I I definitely think like a lot of artists and a lot of people like hit their I wouldn't I wouldn't say Paramore hit their peak, but I definitely say like artists creatively hit their peak and they don't really know where to go from there. And mm-hmm. if you're just kind of like releasing stuff you're not 100% behind, then it's not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's the point they hit. But have you listened to her new album at all? Um, God, how how would I just? It's like alt pop, if that makes sense. It's very production. It's very like I don't. I haven't listened to it fully yet. I've listened to a few of the key songs, and they haven't been bad. But I I feel like I might have even talked about this with you. But like Haley Williams, like her voice is so associated with like the 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 rock genre for me, like her powerful voice in Paramore, that like mm-hmm. it kind of felt a little weird, like her having this pop vibe, and it's stuff. It's definitely something I can see myself getting used to with her. It's just, it kind of my ears were like, kept saying this isn't Paramore. But that's just it. I have to start thinking of her as Haley Williams now, not Paramore. Yeah, because I definitely when 
because stuff like that is very i guess subjective and like personal taste yeah i definitely i can agree with that like i felt that way in the first two songs but when i viewed it more as just like this is her work and like this is her vision i got more behind it it was just like you had to get over the hump but i thought it was it was nice it's very artistically done a lot of the songs which i liked a lot i mean that's true but like I mean, that's the thing. I actually have to like the songs. I won't just like it just because it's Haley Williams. You know, that's not that's not the case. Yeah, that's totally fine. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing but, wrong with, like, liking the person or liking the artist but not being a fan of, like, the music they're making or the new music they're making. Mm. I feel like it's totally normal. A lot of people... That happens to a lot of people. But I feel like as an artist, you have to take risks or else... Yeah, like she I said, mean, it was never gonna grow. Yeah, so I mean, I hope it. I hope. I hope she finds success in the genre. I. I want. I'll. You know, I'll go and listen to her uh, new album later today. Maybe Good. this time around, I'll be more uh, open-minded to it after having this conversation. Yeah, but it's definitely like if you go from Paramore to that album, it is night and day different. Mm, I mean, oh god. You, even like Haley Williams herself, she goes like misery business should never be in someone's pair uh, in someone's playlist in 2020, and like when she said that, that like that broke me because it is, and you know I think that's actually the reason why uh, Machine Gun Kelly went and covered that song. To be quite honest with you, oh yeah, I think I think that was in response to the whole uh, to her saying that, and I, mean, I, could, I could see it. I don't think I I'll, I won't let Paramore fall out of my playlists. You know, I still really enjoy their music. Yeah, I mean, and that's for I mean, certain. it's not like she's telling you like, "Hey, everything I did, just ignore that. Don't listen to it anymore." No, no, no. it was it, it, the reason why I brought that up is because like I don't know, kind of as like a listener, it felt like her trying to be like. It's more like she was saying that for herself as a reason to validate, you know, her moving in her own solo direction. But that's perfectly fine, you know? Anywho. I digress. You digress. I yeah. digress. Give give it a listen. Let us know what you think. Cause, as, you yeah. know, as, as if we had a part in making it. Mm. <laughs> God. Definitely. I, 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 I was in on the production, actually, for it. Were you... Yeah, nice. you know. Also, bef to wrap up the music, actually, the music talk a little bit. Did you see that uh, my bloody Valentine has hit like a decent amount of views? I think it's like ten million or whatever. But the and, Machine Gun Kelly song. Yeah, yeah. It now hit eleven million views. The the music video for it. Mm. And I just want to say I'm, I'm I'm feeling awful smug. After being so open to this song when everyone at first was like, how could he just switch genres like this? No, I, I'll be honest, like, pop or uh, punk rock Machine Gun Kelly is pretty good. I like it a lot more than rapper Machine Gun Kelly. I have to agree, man. Like, I mean, to be fair, I like a lot of his newer, like, stuff in general. Yeah, like, I mean, from, I'm pretty indifferent. From covers to freestyles. I mean, you used to be a big Machine Gun Kelly fan, you said, so... Oh, yeah, middle middle school me was all part of the, the lace-up movement. That's what it was back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I was in, like, forums and shit. I had friends, though. I made friends. Don't talk to him anymore, but... 
had friends back then. I was all about it. I was a huge fanboy. But Hell that yeah. only lasted, like, maybe a year. Oh, well, you know what? Now's your time to come back, bro. Nah. I, I, I like Bloody Valentine, and then I think there's one other song he put out lately that I like, but he's not bad. I like the direction oh. he's going, though. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, um, speaking of a good direction, um, an update from last week. Um, Elon Musk and his cyborg child, um, <laughs> they, they, I, the way this is worded is very interesting to me because they had to essentially rename their kid because you can't have numbers in your name as a kid or well, um, like special characters because right? it's actually classified as child abuse. Yeah, that's that's like a definite thing. Yeah, so he had to change the twelve at the end of it to Roman numeral version of twelve. Well, so. they well they also had to change the uh, that 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 symbol like the weird A slash E symbol. Oh, did they? Yeah. So, well, I thought they I thought they kept it in. I I think. I thought I thought the California state laws require only alphabetical letters. So I know that that is not technically a uh, well. Okay, I guess it is an alphabetical letter, just not your standard English alphabet letter. Yeah, because I'm reading more into the article, and uh, it talks about how it. They're uncertain on um, if it's like valid or not. All mm -hmm. in all, it's it's just well, interesting to begin with that this is the kid's name. Yeah, gosh. Well, do you think they're gonna just call him like? Well, I still don't even know how it's pronounced, so I'm just actually not even gonna. I don't even want to talk about it to be honest with you. Yeah, no. I mean, we talked about it last week on how odd it is, and you know, the worst part is is. This kid will get bullied, and there's really no way around that, because kids are mean. Well, you know what? He's going to be like, my dad is sending me to Mars. I'm going to rule Mars, and you can't say shit about it. So That's fair. I it. mean, like to be fair, no matter what this kid is named, he'd probably get bullied just for being like Elon Musk's kid. Because probably. kids having, I guess, like in quotes, an advantage at birth, they don't like that. Yeah, well, you know, I I personally hate everyone that has life better than I do, right? Because that's that's human instinct, right? Oh, for a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. Speaking of Elon Musk, did you know that they have a uh, another um, rocket launch? I think it's I think it might be today, or it's 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 around now, and it's two. It's actually like a manned mission. Like I think two uh, NASA pilots are. Or astronauts are going up. Oh, really? But I thought that was pretty damn cool. I'm always and interested the reason, by that. The reason why I bring that up is I kind of we've kind of already talked about this. Like, if Elon Musk gets to Mars and he like sets up shop, does he just own it? And like, I kind of I've been thinking about this a lot. If I, if I was in his position, right? I would go there, set up shop so heavily, like, <laughs> I would make it literally just, like, I would def build lines of defense and all that, and I, I would actually just become the ruler of Mars. Like, I'm doubling down on that. Do you think you could? If I was, 
If I was Elon Musk, I would dedicate a lot of my oh. money and time to owning Mars, like actually owning it. Yeah, but I mean, in reality, it's such a risk. <laughs> well, but the thing for- is, if he spends the... Okay, so how he could do it is at first he could be like, oh, I'm just colonizing Mars. So that way, no one questions why there's so much materials coming from Earth and getting them delivered to Mars, you know what I mean? So, like, he mm-hmm. can spend a lot of that time innocently bringing the materials that he needs to to, to stage this. You know, he could, like, he, can, he could get away with that. And then he can just first come out and be like, so, like... I'm kind of like the ruler of Mars, and in the U.S., well, I imagine the U.S. would probably be like, uh, no, and he would be like, well, I, I kind of, I invite you to attempt to invade my planet <laughs> and change that. I mean, the, you couldn't, hmm. right? No, well, no, because there's literally, if he says he's the king of Mars, he just is, the world earth would have nothing to say about it because if we wanted to plan an attack on mars it would take us years to get there Uh and it'd be pretty easy to you know block an attack from earth well to be fair like they could theoretically because it's not like he'll have the whole planet colonized so he could go to like the they we could land on the other side of the planet to launch our attack however that's a lot of people we'd have to send into space the point i'm trying to make is there's literally no reason why elon couldn't just be like yeah i own mars and like that and that's that you know what i mean yeah i mean i'm not disagreeing with you don't don't get me wrong I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, like, piece it out of my head on how this is ever going to work in our lifetime, but... Well, actually, that's a good point. That's a lot of, uh... I don't know! I, I The more advanced his rockets get, you know, the more normalized in and out of space uh, travel could be. That's fair. And, to be honest, I haven't seen a picture of their kid yet, so I'm just under the assumption that it is, like, AI, or it is, like, a robot. So, it'll outlive, and it can carry on his legacy. Honestly, I didn't even know Elon Musk was married to Grimes. Like, yeah, now that you mentioned, I neither. Like, I didn't even know he was married. If I'm gonna be honest with you, and uh, like, how old is this girl? She's thirty-two. Yeah. How old is Elon? Elon Musk is forty-eight. Okay, so that's sixteen years difference. Not bad, Elon. Yeah. At that age, it's fine. I mean, if she was, like, 18, I'd be like, that's, that's but like, a little weird. Have you heard of Grimes before, like, this whole baby came out? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she makes music. I know not she bad. makes music. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I'm not, like, going out of my way to listen to Grimes, but, like, I've known of her, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I personally didn't. Yeah. It's... Interesting. It's probably not for you, anyways. It's a you know, it's like a high IQ kind of music. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, probably. I only see. I only listen to uh, like Chinese gong music, which uh-huh. is actually them just beating the ever living shit out of the gong with various objects that they could find. Yeah, nothing else. That's just it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's a genre. Um, you know, I'm gonna be real. I feel like anything could be a genre. I was listening to um. You know, like the the like the drum beat, like the dun dun, dun dun. 
like yeah. the what you would like row a boat with or something like that. Oh, I shit sure. you not, I was listening to that for a portion of yesterday. Okay. Don't know why. I just I just want to hear powerful drums. Uh, I would recommend the Doom Eternal uh, OST. <laughs> no, 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 Dan. There's too many other instruments, man. I just need drums. I just need the drum. Okay, well, I just sorry. Need I, I, drums. I didn't want to give you like a sensory overload. That's that's my fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Freaking oh, God. Dan. Dan trying to get me to listen to other stuff. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to help you, man. I'd like to touch a little bit on some COVID-19 uh, news. So the first human trial Ooh. of a COVID-19 vaccine, like not as in like the first one that happened, but like the first one tested back in March, has been shown that it's safe, it's well-tolerated, and it induces a rapid immune response in people it's been injected to. Um, it showed results, uh, I think within two weeks and then the peak results were assessed over 28 days later and it's just it's basically it's just kind of like a net positive for the human trials uh it just showed it it it, it showed that it helped it showed that it was effective in uh in i think over 90 percent of the participants i like those odds or something to that degree. I it's a very long scholarly article, um, and this this vaccine's coming out of China. But I just kind of want to talk on that because it's we talked about a little bit about a vaccine last time, and this vaccine seems to be like a like the you have it, we'll give you this vaccine so your body can fight it off type of one. Oh, good. So that's cool. That's all I want to say about it because honestly, there's just a lot of information on the chemicals that are in the vaccine and why those are effective. Care to explain, Anna? No, sir. I do not have the background acquired. It's a oh. lot of letters and numbers. That's fair. Every time I look at anything related to a periodic table, I look away because I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I mean, I don't even know what an element is. I don't even know what a periodic table is. The Pythagorean's theorem? A squared plus B squared equals what? Uh, C squared? Question mark? Oh, poggers. Poggers. Oh, all right. Gross. All right. All right. Uh, End the episode there. We said it. No. <laughs> wrap, wrap it up. Time to burn my computer. <laughs> Take oh. away my internet privileges. I said poggers. It happens. Uh, well, last little bit of news is, you know... Celebrities are getting canceled again because cancel culture is still a thing, apparently. Even though no one really gives a fuck about it. So let's but, look at this Doja Cat one first. Yeah, we got we got three. Uh, first one was Doja Cat, where I guess she was stripping for white supremacists. This is what the article says, but it was mm -hmm. she was going to like chat rooms um and like laughing at like racist jokes and saying how she didn't want to be black and shit of that nature i don't know how long ago this is but um she obviously denied all of it so people are mad at her and they're like it's over and mm. <laughs> here's my least favorite part with she um she said it because her song Say So was like close to being number one on the billboard and she was like, if you get to number one, I'll show you my tits. She didn't and the incels in the world are just so mad. And that's the world we live in. Not, not one I want, but one that we have. Well, you know, 
I don't even know what to respond to that with, to be honest with you. It was such a weird thing in general. Yeah. But um, <sighs> I guess she also had a song with a title that was a term used to disparage black victims of police brutality back in 2015. Oh, Never her song to it. Didn't Do Nothing? Yeah. God, that's such a... Okay, like, that name in itself is... I don't know. Okay, it... People are kind of, like, like that are hating on that song title. Like, I've seen controversial song titles before, so I feel like just going off the title isn't enough to, uh, to like, prosecute someone. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, it's kind of like what you said. Cancel culture is, is just in full effect. That shit's dangerous, man. It's scary. Like, it's unneeded. Well, it's, like, 95% of them is, like... Like, um, this one's Doge Cat, and then there's one for, like, Jimmy Fallon that came out today, because apparently he did a skit for SNL where he did blackface, like, 20 years ago. Okay, and so, can, I saw this and I got instantly ticked off. Yeah, like, is blackface good? No, no not ever. No, it's it never was, it's just however, in certain, like... What people find funny is always changing, okay? And what people think is socially okay is always ever-changing. Blackface is one of those things where if your sense of humor was crude, no one at the time had the balls to say, hey, that's kind of fucked up. So you just assumed it was funny. That's where you can see, like, I don't know, Robert fucking Downey Jr., one of the biggest stars that we have in the movie industry, literally did a whole movie in blackface. You know, it's crazy because he never really got, like, prosecuted, not prosecuted, but, like, they didn't go after him for that. But I know, you know, and Jamie Foxx said the best way. It's because he, Jamie Foxx acknowledges that there's certain situations where entertainers do things to be entertaining he like he said like he like he's not trying like he said that he's not trying to paint a picture of like people that are immune to like certain social constraints it's more that you're supposed to allow a certain degree of leeway for your entertainers and Mm. then when he talked about robert downey jr's and tropic thunder like he made a joke he's like and robert downey jr's over here taking jobs from young black actors because he did a good job playing the role of a of that he was supposed to do in that blackface you know what i mean like he wasn't being like it was just a role it wasn't to be racist it was for the comedic purpose or whatever you know what i mean yeah and i've i don't i don't see why jimmy fallon should get prosecuted for this either exactly but it's like i don't know people always like they'll find something and then they just keep digging and digging and then they just try to, like, I don't know. It's just so frustrating that there's people like that. Well, it seems like the Jimmy Fallon thing has been made out to be more of a sexism case because there was, like, the the, the, Megan, uh, the Megan Kelly from NBC got fired for mentioning blackface. Oh, yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, Jimmy did this 20 years ago on Saturday Night Live, uh, a show that literally is comedy-oriented, and he was imitating Chris Rock. And Chris Rock, I mean, like, the only person that I could see having a problem with it is Chris Rock. And he clearly didn't, like, at all. Yeah, it's really just, like, times change. 
I don't know. It, I don't know. I hate it. I hate people. And then I guess Lana Del Rey got canceled too because she. People were getting mad at her because she made music about like how. I don't know. They they said that she was like glamorizing abuse in a relationship, and mm-hmm. to to be fair, the way she worded her like not an apology, but like her statement against it was kind of just poorly written. But I digress. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the really what it is is just cancel culture is so hard to combat because people tend to just hop on any hate train that they can for a celebrity. If like, like it it seems like celebrities are kind of gaining like this sports team level of notoriety where like you like the like you really like the ones that you like and you'll defend them to the ends of the earth and then the ones that you don't like you will literally just try and trash them into the ground yeah and so it's such like a fucking hive mind it's terrifying it is terrifying i don't know it started with the k-pop stands that's where i'm blaming it oh dude I wish I was a K-pop stan. No, you don't, Dan. I wish I was part of a cult, and that seems like the most, like, obtainable cult. <laughs> you know Jesus what I mean? Christ. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Hmm. Fuck cancel culture. But I watched a movie over the weekend called Lodge that has to do oh. with, like, a cult. I think it's mm-hmm. it was on either Hulu or Netflix, but it was pretty good. It was a horror movie. Or more like a psychological horror. One of those. But it was good. Uh-huh. I recommend it. Uh, okay, so is it one of those movies where they go out into the woods to like X house and X cabin, and then all this stuff happens, and they can't leave X house, X can uh, X cabin for no re- for a reason? It's um, a husband is divorcing his wife, and then I don't want to spoil it, but it was like. The husband's divorcing his wife, and now he has a new girlfriend that he wants to marry, but that woman was, when she was a child, her father was, like, the leader of a cult, so she participated in some of it, so she has to take, like, medication to forget it. So the dad wants to leave her and his two kids in the cabin to, like, get to know each other, and then there's twists and turns and some freaky stuff happen. It's not, like ghosts and shit but it's like it's i don't know i liked it a lot for some reason i thought it was good it's definitely one of those movies where it's you question a lot of it but if you just go with it it's enjoyable mm. well some of the people in it are um jaden martell who is one of the kids from uh the it movie um I'm trying to think if there's any i don't see any other names but i mean i i like that kid as an actor so yeah granted like all those kids from it just kind of get rehashed as child actors in movies and it's always mm. weird to see them in different movies i feel that actually like i i find child actors like the weirdest like to see from movie to movie yeah because it's i feel like there's so few and you're obviously definitely going to recognize the certain few Mm, well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like notor- like gaining notoriety as a child actor is so hard in itself. To where, like, like you'll see one and you'll only know him for that role until they resurface, you know, years later for something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could- I saw them see like a popular kid actor go from movie to movie, like other, uh, you know, actors. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being a child actor. That must been that must be awful. 
Eh, I'm, I'm sure it's... I'm sure it's like any life. I mean... I I know, like, there's that whole, like... Like, the, the helicopter parents in that whole area of Hollywood with child actors and stuff, but... I mean... I'm sure, like anything, it's got its positives and it's got its negatives. That's very true. I wouldn't deny that. Yes, sir. But I, I don't know. Every time I think child actor, I think of, like, Dylan Cole Sprouse. Because they are glad, the child actors. I know. I'm just glad they don't really, like, do a lot of acting anymore. Well, one of them does Riverdale, but yeah, the other Cole, one, like... Cole Sprouse owns, does Riverdale. Yeah, the other one owns, like, a malt... Uh, what is it? Ah, oh, fuck. I'm trying to think. It's it's a type of, like, alcohol that it takes a long time to make. It's like a malt. malt. I don't know if it's malt. I feel like it's something mead? different. Malt? I don't mead. know, man. Yeah. He really? Owns, like, yeah, he owns, like, a mead uh, company. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. They're, they look alike. I don't know. Well, I mean, the one in Riverdale is coal. Okay. Well... Due to, <laughs> due to the process of elimination, I'm gonna guess the other one's Dylan. Yes. Just a, just a hunch. I'm just, I'm just yes. spitballing. I mean, they're twins. They look the same to me. Exactly. So get it? Because that was the sweet life of Zach and Cody joke. Ah ha ha ha. I don't. Uh, I. All right. Segwaying on. Uh, <laughs> honestly, on. honestly, take it home if you want. I can. All right, folks, that has been the Frying Pan Podcast, episode 82. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we're on social media. The handle for both of those is the Frying Pan Pod. And we have our email, which is in the pan podcast at gmail.com. And thank you for tuning in on all the audio platforms that you're currently listening on. And if you could leave us a, a star rating, a comment, a like, that would be much appreciated. We do this to get better, and the best way you get to get better is through constructive criticisms. And for the last time, folks, I've been Robert D'Onofrio, and this has been the Frying Pan Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And, Dan, would you like to close us out? No. I don't want to. All right. Well, from Daniel Sear and from me, have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your day. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Later.